We try and teach people to be a developer for life, not just for one yeah. development, you know. To become a developer, you need to be able to think that you can become a developer yeah. first. Yeah, I feel like you just set yourself up for failure straight away, aren't you, if you, if you don't think you can achieve some. Welcome to the Property Developers Secrets Podcast with myself, Lloyd Girardi. And myself, Andy Cook. And myself, Callum Jones. There we go. So we have a special guest today. Um, we're going to be talking a bit more about why Callum has joined us uh, in a moment and later on in the podcast. Um, but yeah, really, really excited to announce uh, a bit of a partnership going on and helping Callum becoming a property developer. So... Having a bit of a chat, we'll have a bit of a Love Island chat as well. I'm sure yeah. we'll get a bit of a, a bit of gossip from that. Um, but going from Love Island to becoming a property developer, um, and yeah, we're going to be helping you for the next year becoming a property yeah. developer. Giving that Can't Looking forward to it. Awesome. I think look, this is a really exciting collaboration for us. We've just had a bit of a chat this morning to get to know each other a little bit. And actually, I was excited about it before this morning's chat, but now I can see that we're all on the same wavelength. Yeah. You know, we've got the same kind of mindset, and, and now I'm really excited about the potential of where we can take this over the next, well, 12 months really, isn't it? We're going to see, so Callum's going to come on some of the training that we offer as White Box. He's going to come on the Property Developer Secrets, which is our three-day all-intensive course about how you become a developer um, from any background, but obviously Callum's background is more from the trades, a bit like me. And then you're going to come out to Bali as well on the retreat. Yeah. So that, are you excited about I that? I am, yeah. I'm excited for it all, to be fair. Yeah. But well, definitely about the villa yeah. as well, didn't we? I yeah. know, yeah. Sneak peek of the villa and it was, it was amazing. So, I mean, I can't the wait. Love Island villa, but yeah. you haven't seen the Bali I mean, it's yeah, probably yeah. a little better than the Love Island villa, to be fair. So, yeah. There you go, you yeah. get out of here first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's awesome. So, um, just on that then, the retreat itself, the reason to we've invited you out to come to the retreat is because it's more of a personal um, setup. So we're going to help you plan a five-year goal. Yeah. And obviously the next year is going to be starting that five-year plan and that plan is going to be property development, um, yeah. which is what you've been thinking about doing for about a year. So we've just been sort of talking for the last few months. Yeah. Just sort of going through that. Um, and yeah, it's going to be exciting to show you the, the road to becoming yeah. a property developer. I'm excited for it as well. It's because, like I said, it's from... First when I left school and I was got into construction background. That's in my head. That was the goal anyway, like my long term goal. So now to to get it started and obviously get this journey going, I'm I'm excited for it and I don't see why we can't be successful as well. No, there's no reason not to be. You mentioned there that you um, came from the construction background. So let's go back to um, when you left school. Yeah, and you started your trade so what trade was it how did you get started so i when i left school obviously being 16 um didn't really know what i wanted to do i was a bit lost um so i actually went to college for three weeks and for me college just wasn't wasn't working at all couldn't i can't concentrate in class if i'm not doing something physical like i found myself learning more things if i was actually doing something so and then i started the joinery apprenticeship when i was um, 16, 17 maybe, finished that when I was maybe 18, 19, done that for a few years and then it kind of wasn't working out um, so then I got into scaffolding um, and then I was a scaffolder for five years and obviously it's, being in the construction background kind of gives you insights to like how people actually become like successful, have successful businesses, become successful developers, builders and stuff so that was kind of always the dream for me when I was going through that kind of process um, as 18, 19 year old. So 
You, you said earlier, though, that when you even did your joinery apprenticeship or your, your, your college course, that you had that vision then that you wanted to be a developer, you wanted yeah. to be the guy with the site. Um, you know, so you even had that dream right from the start. And you also, you've, you've enjoyed being around, you know, the, the atmosphere around a site, the banter, the, you know, the camaraderie, if you like, as well. So you just never quite know how to put those pieces together. Yeah, I think when you when you're in that kind of age, like seventeen, eighteen, like you, people always have visions and like aspirations of what they want to do and what they want to become. But it's as for me as like a seventeen, you know, it's hard to like you can visualize it, but putting it into actual doing it is a completely different thing. So I feel like it's obviously taken me a few years to kind of understand that like it can become reality if you if you want to put the hard work in, if you want to actually do this and like go on this journey as a property developer and I don't see why not like anyone can achieve it but obviously you need to know how to do it and that was kind of where I was falling short I think as as like as a kid 19 year old 20 year old so yeah I'm here with you guys hopefully you can show me the way and when did you um, join Love Island? About four years ago, was it? Um, it was three years ago, three and a half years ago. I think three it was. And a half years yeah. ago, so you were twenty-seven now. Yeah. You would be twenty-four then. Yeah. Um, so you left. You saw that sixteen, twenty-four. That's eight years there. Of yeah. Being on the tools. Yeah. Trying to think of becoming a developer, not not necessarily doing it yet because you didn't know how. Yeah. And that's where we're excited to work with you to be able to show you the way. Um, so we teach people to become property developers. Um, we do it in a way that I think will work quite well together. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be an exciting journey. So yeah, those eight years of you thinking about doing it, now is the time to, yeah. to show you how to do it. And that is that's it gives me excitement thinking about that as well because eight years is a long time. But like I said, the three years that have or the maybe like the three and a half years that I've not actually been on the tools now has given me like clear thinking space of like what I actually want to do now. And like I said to you before, Randy, it gives you gives you time to actually think about things and yeah. like execute them so like obviously we're here now and I just I am so excited to get it started and hopefully this time next year we can I think that you know on the live there'll be people who know you yeah. on your feed and there'll be people yeah. who know us and us so you know our people are getting to know you a bit there and we'll talk about the Love Island bit in a minute but for, for your side where they don't know us yeah. you know we're so you know so I'm from the trades you know I had a I worked on my own in 2007 just as a sole trader and then I started doing extensions and set up a small building company. Then the first house I built in 2012 um, was my own self-build and then I sort of went back, I told you earlier, I went yeah. back to doing extensions and you said, well, what was the trigger that made you think bigger and do something different? And I suppose it was that, seeing that I could build a house, which my motivation initially was a self-build. But then when I went back to do extensions, it was like, I had to have a word with myself a little bit. It's like, well, you've just built a house. You know, yeah. why are you going back building extensions for other people? You can do this bigger. So that's when our journey started. We bought a plot, built eight houses, which is, we still keep today in rent. Um, you know, Met Lloyd, our journey started what we do now. And since then, we've built a property development portfolio. So all the developments we've worked on is over £30 million worth in less than 10 years because we did that mindset shift. And really, that's what it's about. We're the same people. We've got the same yeah. physical attributes but it was the mental side of it that we, and time freedom is a big part of that. You know, when you're busy in the grind, doing your scaffold job or doing a, running a small building company, you don't have the space to be able to think outside of that and put the places in, in put yeah. pieces in practice, do you? So, you know, I was the same. When I took myself away from that and set the systems up around me, 
um, that's when we were able to grow and we do 10 times 20 times more now but I've got much more time freedom to yeah. do stuff like this and that's what we can teach you you've already done the first bit by having that time freedom a little bit yeah. but we can show you the systems the process to be able to turn that into being the skills you've got into being a developer so yeah it's yeah. going to be amazing I know like you said that um, that period of time where you're thinking about things and like giving you some clarity on what you want to do is so, is so valuable to have that, that space because I would have never had these thoughts if I was still on the tools if I was still a scaffolding owl I don't think I would have had the, the mindset that I do now I don't think I would have had like the thoughts that I do now the aspirations and stuff so I am thankful for that the the three years of time actually I've I've had to think about things and obviously now we're here and yeah like you said the, the word there mindset like this is something that's huge with developments if you to become a developer you need to be able to think that you can become a developer yeah. first there's a lot of people who's like oh I'm never going to be able to do that because I've not got any money I don't know how to do it I've got no time yeah if you're thinking in that mindset then you're not going to yeah do it. I feel but like you just set yourself up for failure straight away aren't yeah. you? If you if you don't think you can achieve something then you're not going to yeah so my mm-hmm. mindset just um, very similar I had eight years of wanted to think I wanted my own business for eight years never did anything about it because I was the same I didn't have the, the mindset to do yeah. it I didn't know how I didn't know, have any money um, so yeah for eight years I just worked for other people and it wasn't until uh, in 2013 sort of talked earlier my dad passed away uh, from a brain tumour and that was the kind of realisation in life that I needed to do something for me and thought you know what now's the time to do it and I was 27 when I started yeah. Ooh, same yeah. age yeah, look at that lucky number. <laughs> yeah lucky isn't, isn't weird how life works yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. eight years from 19 to 27 you had this yeah. limbo period I suppose um, and then for me eight years to start and then as soon as we started it's been the best decision right. so this one so you was actually 27 when you started as well yeah mm. no way yeah so yeah. yeah nearly 10 years now so yeah getting yeah, a bit older but I've got probably got more grey hairs than you though <laughs> that's a shame not on me mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah, that. <laughs> yeah that's it uh, this is quite so let, let, let's um, let's talk about the transition then from uh, your scaffold business and what you're doing to yeah. Love Island and then a bit afterwards so how did how did Love Island come about? So I was actually working um, on Manchester Airport at the time. And like, don't get me wrong, I did enjoy the scaffolding and I enjoyed, like you said, the camaraderie, the laughter and like getting having a laugh with your mates because you couldn't do that in an office. In my yeah. head, I couldn't go into an office and have the same crack that I was having with the lads on site. And in my in the back of my head when I was actually scaffolding, I just, I, I always used to say to myself, I can't see myself doing this like for the rest of my life. I always like, it's on a day, daily basis, you just think, I can't do this, I can't do this. And then I actually asked, I thought, Love Island's coming out. I thought, why don't I just apply for it? Why, why not? And it was on the roof at the time. And like, on that job, like, you could just get away with not doing things like every now and then. Like, you could have 15 minutes to chill. So I thought, I'm going to do it now while I'm on the phone. Anyway, so he um, went on there seeing that they were taking applicants. I thought, I'll just apply now. Done a, done a little application. And then they rang me the next day. Um, and he was like, can you come down to London? Um, tomorrow and I was thinking tomorrow oh, that's a bit soon and um, I said yeah why not so I went down to London the, um, like the following day uh, went through this this interview like on an iPad in front of me like speaking to the camera like nervous and then on the after the interview I remember just going to um, the pub because before I was catching the train I thought I'll just have a pint in there and I thought there's no way I've got on there like there's no way I was like nervous yeah. couldn't look at the camera and I thought there's absolutely no way and then they rang me while I was in the pub 
and they said, do you want to come back tomorrow for a medical? And I was thinking, why, why, why would they come ask me yeah. for a medical? Like, I was like, yeah, sure. And I thought, oh, God, I'm in with a chance here. So anyway, went back for a medical, um, went through all that process and then they said, oh, we'll be back in touch. And then I think it was October, they rang me. It's like, right, we want you to be in the starting lineup. Um, so how long ago, how long between the... It was... Uh, I'd probably say, I can't really remember, but I'd probably say like a month or two months. Okay, so not long really. No, no, like two months, so like October they rang me. And I remember it was a Wednesday and it was like, oh, the week, your week's not so bad after all, is it? After they told me, I was like, yeah, like... And then from that, <laughs> this is pretty, it's, it's quite terrible really, because for that, as soon as that week got over, for the whole duration of going on to the show then, I just used to like toss it off and not do anything. I was like, yeah. I'm mm. going away soon. But no one knew at the time. That was quite, when, when did they film? Um, so I flew out on the 2nd of January, so I had like, so two months. yeah, so. two months of not really yeah. doing much on time, imagine. just trying to get away with it. <laughs> I don't know, it's but, like, yeah. you know you're quitting something, or getting yeah. a different change, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I don't get me wrong. It weren't like it wasn't working, but it was like some of the the horrible jobs that I get told to do. But fuck's sake, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's difficult when that motivation shifts, doesn't it? Yeah. And when you've is. got the drive and the passion to achieve something, yeah. then we can find ourselves jumping in the trenches and, yeah, and getting the energy to do anything. But as soon as that motivation shifts and we can't see that there's a you know a, a reason why we're doing it. Uh, yeah. There's not a goal at the end of it, or then it's really difficult to and drag that, yourself and that's to do what it. It comes back to when I was just saying, like, I used to tell myself on a daily basis, like, I can't see myself doing this, like, I don't want to mm. be doing this. And it's like, like I say, as soon as that shift in motivation is like gone and there's no end goal, then yeah. it's so easy just to say, like, I'm done with it now. And that for me was like, that was the turning point when I got the toll. I thought, I'm, I'm done with it. And then mm. obviously I got lucky and I managed to get on the show, and here we are now. Brilliant. Brilliant. Awesome. I can I can honestly say I don't think I'd be here if it was still scaffolding here today. There's no yeah. way. Mm. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm grateful for it all. But it's credit to yourself. You've after the show, you've sort of looked into what you want to achieve as well, what you want to do. Um, yeah. Obviously, when the show finished, it was you were saying it's COVID at that time. So yeah. You pretty much locked in your house for two years. Yeah. So you couldn't do everything that other people have gone out and done, sort of network and things. So you've managed to do well out of that anyway. But now it's time to say, well, okay, what do I actually want to achieve in, in the rest of your life and the rest of your career type thing? So this is something you've been thinking about for quite a while. Yeah, definitely. And like that three-year period for the first, like I was saying to you before, for the first year and a half, maybe like I was just enjoying it. Like yeah. even though I wasn't doing much, I wasn't really thinking in too much into the future. But then after that that initial year or year and a half, maybe I was thinking, well... What is it? Because this ain't gonna last forever. Like no one knows how long this is gonna last. Like people can do ten years out of it. People get six months out of it and they go back to work. So for me, after like a year and a half, I was thinking, right, something like needs to click in my head now. I need to do something. So I was actually looking at property development probably like a year and a half after I got out, but kind of didn't know how to go about things. Kind of like stuck into other things and stuff. So I never really like pursued it. So. And then after two years, like I used to, I was like listening to podcasts, just doing things like physical exercise, and it, it does actually give you so much more like clarity in your brain and like how you how your thoughts process and stuff and what you want to achieve. And then after that two years, I thought I need to do something now because this isn't this isn't what I, like. Don't get me wrong, it's good, but it's like, do I really want to be doing this forever, or do I want to set up something where I can I do my own thing, like work hard for myself, create like a successful business, and then. Hopefully, eventually, when I do have kids, then I can pass it down to them and stuff. And that's 
that's that's the dream really and that's the goal brilliant yeah I think that you know just going back to what you said there about you know if you hadn't have taken that chance and gone on that which would have been uncomfortable it's easy not to do that and it's easy to carry on scaffolding because that's what you already know Um, but if you hadn't taken that chance then you wouldn't be sitting here now my favorite saying and the people on our feed will know this is activity creates opportunity you know the activity of you just applying that day doing that 15 minutes taking a break and putting the application in led to then going to the interview which led to the medical which led to getting on the show which led to the whole chain of events which is sitting you in the seat now and we're talking about this exciting opportunity and you know that one activity and we've all got that choice every day haven't we we can always push ourselves into the thing which is uncomfortable but most people keep with the comfortable so you know what we try to do is show people and give them the visibility that there's a different way of doing it and you know show them through our experience and how we've done it you know and you know it's very congruent your journey is very congruent with mine you know I was a guy just on the tools and you know I made a choice to do something different but then I can show you the path ahead and if you can see something if you can believe it then you can achieve anything can't you so it's really just about you know that belief but yeah you know, i commend you for making that choice that day and creating that activity and it's always blind activity you don't know anything's, anything's going to come out of it do you yeah you can't really you can't really read three years into the future can you just yeah. from that one thing that i've done like 15 minutes on on a wednesday morning or whatever yeah. but it's, it's worked out well and i am grateful for for everything that the show's given me because like i said it's given me the, the the time and the space to actually think about things where i wouldn't have had that if i was still working and yeah, I'm just. I'm There'll be lots of people listening to this though, either on the, the podcast episode or even on live now, who are perhaps thinking, like, you know, maybe people who are following you and they're thinking, you know, I'm on the trades, I'm on the tools, is that something I can do? They perhaps wouldn't have done this. You might inspire them by yeah. this talk here just to take that, that space to think about it. Because, you know, what we talk about is like developments is, you know, you don't have to know everything. People think you have to know everything about everything to be a developer. It's like with the way we look at it, you have to be the conductor of an orchestra. You don't need to play every instrument. You don't need to know how to play that. You need to know someone who does and you bring them into your team and you make sure they play at the right time. Yeah, I like that saying, to be fair. You should have an idea. I do. And I do like the... um, The saying that you need to sort of remember going forward in the development world is like, yeah, you're architects, you're architects, you're construction firms, you're construction firms planning consultants planning consultants you are just putting those people in the right place at the right yeah. time and that's the success to becoming a developer yeah because I can I can imagine it's it's a bit overwhelming even for me when I was first reading about it I thought there's so much stuff here that you need to know but like you said you, you don't need to know everything you just need mm. to orchestrate it which is which is true obviously looking at you two and how successful you two are yeah. from what I've researched on YouTube I will find you you guys is is just proof that you don't need to know everything but as long as you've got the right tools the right people, the right mindset, then it's achievable. Yeah, I mean, you know more about construction site than I do. I don't go on sites. That's not my world. That's Andy's world. Yeah, believe yeah. me, you know more about construction <laughs> than he does. I wouldn't even let him build a Lego house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I think, um, what I was going to say there, I don't know, I lost track there a little bit, but I was going to um, reinforce that a little bit about your, um, I don't know, carry on. But yeah, about the team around it. But um, but yeah, I've lost track. Yeah. That's fine. I think... Um, yeah, we're going to showcase your journey. So if you are listening to this on live, um, if you want to follow White Box Property, we're going to be showing Callum's journey uh, quite a bit throughout the, the year as well. So, um, and likewise, if people on our sort of, uh, Instagram account, if you want to follow Callum, I'm sure he'll document yeah. what he's doing as well. So we want to show people that 
it is possible like to become a property developer so you've got a bit of background you've got the need and want at the moment which is the perfect thing that's, yeah. that's what we need people to have is a desire to become a property developer um, it's not going to be easy so we're going to showcase mm -hmm. kind of what's what's going to go up um, for the next year you're coming out to Bali which is going to give you the setup the five-year plan to be able to um, sort of think about where you want to be in five years time and then next year it's going to be rolling out yeah. here and, and get you started yeah I'm looking forward so and the one thing that I did like as well is when when I found you you two on YouTube is you don't you don't beat around the bush about telling people like this massive success story and it's like so easy to do. I like that there's yeah. challenges and like like you say, it's not easy. Mm. Yeah. Like you are gonna face difficulties because I think like people it's so easy to sell people the dream and be like, do this and then yeah. I feel like if you go into property development unprepared about the challenges and like the struggles that it actually has with it, then I feel like when it gets to them struggles and the challenges then I think it's gonna be a lot more harder to manage than it is as if you knew before you went into it. Yeah, absolutely. If, you, if we don't tell the downsides, then I just feel like that's unethical because you're yeah. trying to, you're basically selling someone into something that they think is going to be easy. Yeah. You've got to tell the full picture. Yeah. On the flip side though, if you do do well and you do it properly, then there's obviously massive rewards and yeah. it's a system that you can build forever then, isn't it? It's very yeah. repeatable. Um, I've, I remember the bit I was going to say, so I am going to say it because I think it's really relevant. Yeah. Um, that you said to me earlier that a lot of your following, a lot of your guys, a lot of your friends even are from, you know, the trade side and things like that, which is natural because yeah. that's where you are from. And we've been training now for a long time. It's probably about eight years we've been doing the courses and things like that. So we've seen a lot of people come through. I told you earlier that the course that you're going to come on in September is our 54, 55th course that'll be at the time. So what we've done over the eight years. And it's very personal for me and Lloyd, but we've seen a lot of people come through the system. And what we find is... You know the, the the demographic, if you like, the people who are coming from your side of it, from the trades, they might think, well, you know, I, you know, I, I, I only know what I know. I'm not educated enough, or I'm not intelligent enough, or whatever else. And that's the things I would have thought when I started as well. But actually, some of our most successful people come from the trade side of it. Um, and part of the reason for that, we've analysed this quite a lot, actually. We think is that they don't overthink it. You know, sometimes when we get people from the corporate side, because we get a lot of that as well. Don't get me wrong. But they need to know the end result. They need to dot every I, cross every T. They're trying to solve a hundred problems that are never going to happen. Yeah. You know, so they actually they 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 sort of freeze themselves by not being able to answer all the questions. Whereas we see guys from the trade side of it, you know, we say go and find so many plots of land. These are the parameters, whatever, and that's all they think about. They just go boom because yeah. you know they don't think outside what they've been told they come along they solve that problem and then they go on to the next one solve that and we teach them the next bit they solve that and they're only solving the problem that's ahead of them they're not wasting the energy solving a hundred things that are never going to happen so actually it's a real way of expediting the journey so you know like if any of your guys are thinking about it and they think well maybe that's not me maybe they should reconsider that because some of our most successful people came from the yeah. trade side of it and from my personal experience everyone that I've worked with in the past or like on sites for example I don't think I could tell you one of them that I wouldn't be like I would like to be a property developer yeah like nine times out of ten they do want that is the goal for them like yeah. who wants to be working for someone else in reality as, mm. a, as a as a trades person you just don't yeah. yeah so like you said I feel like as obviously we both come from building backgrounds that gives you a foundation as well which yeah. is Oh, foundation. <laughs> well, it's it's funny you don't even know it. <laughs> so, yeah, it does give you the foundation. So, obviously, like you said, and you don't overthink things because you, you kind of have a, 
an idea of how things work yeah. in general anyway. So, But yeah. I think the key is, you know, we talked about mindset earlier, that you've got to be able to switch on or, or accept that you're going to need to change your mindset. If you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you always got, haven't you? Yeah. So, you know, if you think that you can be a developer and, you know, earn the big money at the back end of it and someone else is going to work all of it, you can be down the pub, you know, doing all of that, you know, in Betfred or whatever else, then that's sometimes the end result when you've got your system and process and you've, yeah. you've earned the honour, yeah. if you like, but that's not going to be your first development, is it? And no. what I, what, you know, what I said earlier about I feel more confident about our relationship now after meeting you is that you've given me a window into your, um, your, your mentality to it and the way that you're going to work hard for it and you are just the right person to do it. So I'm this glad, is brilliant. I'm glad that you've seen that as well. Yeah. Because I didn't want you to come in here thinking, oh, this got this kid off Love Island who's just, just there for like a quick course, wants to maybe see how it goes and if see if he wants to do it in the end. But for me, this has always been the goal, so mm. I'm glad. Yeah, I think the bit for me is you told me you've been thinking about this for years. So yeah. It's not like you thought, you know what, I'm a bit no, better. Definitely not. You've been thinking about this yeah. for a while and actually it's been more than a year. You've been thinking about this since you were 16. Yeah, first, since I was first got on a building site, I thought, this isn't, yeah. like, this this just wasn't for me. Like, I don't want to be sat here doing, working for someone else. Yeah. It's like, the guys at the top, how they got there, it's... So that's yeah. 11 years since thinking about starting and doing something. Yeah, yeah, now 11 years. Now it's time, going to change it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll get you started in that. So cool, um, I do want to ask a few more questions. Though, yeah. Well, I know people <laughs> are going to be funny and thinking about okay. so... Um, What's, what's been the best thing about the programme and being on it? The actual programme itself or everything after the programme? Um, itself. Well, let's go for itself because we kind of, we touch on the out of it. There. Keep it so, clean though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You won't see what's going down on my season anyway. But uh, I'd probably just say the experience yeah. because for someone to say I want to fight as, as someone who's just as an everyday job for someone to say I want to fly out to South Africa everything paid for you're in the villa for six weeks you, you're having a good time you're in the sun you're relaxing you're not you're getting everything you're getting all your food for free all your, your drink and it's just the whole experience of it for me really stood out and I thought I've heard people in the past say oh I don't think I could go on it but for me I didn't think too much into it I just thought I'll just enjoy it while I'm there yeah. and Personally, I think that's the best way to look at it because if you go in there expecting things and like putting it down on things and then like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, then it's just not really an organic experience. So for me, I just went into it thinking I'm just going to enjoy it, see see what happens and it, it paid off well for me. So, yeah. And you found love on it? I did, yeah. Molly. Yeah, I hope yeah. she might be watching actually. <laughs> <laughs> see, that was the best yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 of course, obviously. Yeah, Beautiful awesome. girlfriend as well, so... So is it as um, reality as it shows? Like, is it do they script you in any way? So they don't. It's not like a script as in a script, but they do give you what to talk about and like when to talk about. It. For example, if I was sat here with you three now, and then wanted someone to come in and be like, right, you need to go and speak to her about this and this, and then I'd speak to him about it, and then if I've not said enough, a producer would run in and say, right, you you need to talk about this and this. And like sometimes I could be sat there for an hour trying to get this conversation. Mm. And I'm like, I've said everything I couldn't Because they've got imagine. the external influence of yeah. the public, I guess, yeah, aren't they? Which you like, can't see, yeah. I do, I do understand it because they have, in the end, like they have to, they've got um, a show to produce. So yeah. I can get why why they do it. Yeah. But sometimes it could be a bit irritating because you're sat there thinking like, I've just said it. Like, yeah. I, I can't say it again because it's mm. not organic. Like, I can't, 
It's, yeah. So what what do you actually like? You know, a day is a long time when you're in a villa doing you know in effect not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so you know you see that you guys keep up with your fitness and that you do some games and all that kind of stuff. But you know there must be a lot of time what's not being filmed and you know what's um, happening. So the cameras actually roll 24, 24 yeah. hours a day apart from a Saturday, which you get so in the morning up until I think it was all day actually. I can't really remember now, but I know you get like a day off where the cameras are still rolling but it's not picked up nothing's picked up um so that was the only downtime you get but it was quite intense in there to be honest because you didn't know what time it was and like honestly some some days we're going to bed the sun would be coming up so you know for a fact it'd be five in the morning and like sometimes you'd be sleep deprived and it's not like i don't want to say it like it's like military conduct like when you sleep deprived and they're putting you through your paces but like sometimes you're having four hours sleep And it's like you wake up and you're thinking already, and it's like you don't have a you don't you're not conscious of what is that because you're you're they're setting a bit of a schedule for you and they're throwing you out a little bit by setting it at different times. I, or? Don't, I don't know. I really don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because they want to try and capture so much of the day. If they've missed something, maybe in the previous day they try and yeah. get out you in in the following day, or if it's just to play with your emotions because you're a bit tired. As you honestly, you just don't know what it is. But yeah. it was it was it was intense in there. It was actually intense. And have you stayed in touch with the people in there? Yeah, still, um, still very good friends with um, Connor. who was always also in the building trade. He was a roofer. Yeah. So we kind of like when we when we met each other, we kind of knew straight away like we had that bond. And yeah. Um, I was literally speaking to him today before, so yeah, I'm still in touch with him. He's, so he's does he like, know you're coming in and doing all this? Um, yeah, actually, yeah. I did actually say to him because he he runs um, his own coffee business, which he's actually quite successful with. So yeah, good. Well, what did we say earlier? It's about seeing the path in front of you. You, you know, you can show him the path now, yeah, and show exactly. him that it's working for you, and then he can, then he can do it. As yeah, well, well hopefully, like in years' time, then he can mm. see like the progression, and then he can he can go from there. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a stepping stone, almost. Like I'm almost not the guinea pig because I know it's like yeah. you've already done it before a million times. Yeah. So it's not a, I'm not a guinea pig, but for him to see someone that he knows go through it and be successful out of it could also give him an opportunity as well. So. so I suppose for people who are looking at this, who are in really interested and, you know, we're in a really good time. We're not going to go too much into it now, but in property development, purchasing now is a really good time, you know, after the the economic, um, you know, situation has been for the last year or so, you know, that's reset um, the, the sort of prices, if you like, for land. It's going through that process. And, it, you know, it's a negotiation phase we're in now. Right. In a year's time, you know, we may have popped out of that. There might be loads of people looking for land. There might be um, a lot of the, 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 a lot of people and prices obviously go up through supply and demand. So you're, you're entering in a great time. But if people are looking at this and they're like, look, that's what I want to do. I want to be in on it. You're coming on our course, which is our three-day property developer secrets course. It's where we show the whole blueprint of how to be a developer from you know you can be even from start not even in it or if you know a part of it it fills in all the gaps around it and you're coming on that and it's um, in September you know at the minute there are still some spaces so people could even be in the same course as you're on yeah. and follow on that same journey at the same time as you um, we have got ones after that obviously but you know this is a, a great opportunity for people to sort of be on this ride with you isn't it yeah it is yeah. And like you say, like you've done this what fifty six times, fifty five yeah. times. Yeah, your one will be the fifty fifth one. Yeah. yeah. So it's obviously successful, yeah. and obviously for the people that want to get involved, then I'll um, 
I'll be getting your your socials and stuff later on and yeah. you can follow through your website and stuff. Yeah, yeah, get in touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I say, there is still like kind of that availability. And do you want to say the dates for that, just in case people are interested? I think it's the 8th, 9th and 10th of September. So, um, yeah, always... The weekend, that, that weekend. So we'll um, we'll check that. Yeah. You confirm that. You can't. Confirm for me, it's it. like I'm itching. To, I'm itching to yeah. go already. Like when I come here today, what is it? June. Yeah. And I thought September. I thought I want to get started now. But like you said, we had a chat earlier, and you said mm. you can you can have some stuff before we get onto that. Yeah, we're gonna give you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. So there's, that's a good point, though. So there is actually a course before the one. So if people want to get a real good start, quick start on it, there's one on the I think it's 15, 16, 17th. We should know 14th, the dates of it. 14th, 15th, 16th of, um, yeah. of July. So if people really want to get started, look, get in touch with us and you know we'll see if there's availability on that one. That one is getting full now. Yeah. Um, and then... Those three days of this is the, the foundations, I suppose, if we're going to keep that term. But yeah, the, the foundation is to build your knowledge and then from there, the action follows. So um, you'll be sort of coming to see us monthly as well on our mastermind, sort of keeping up and keeping you accountable for what you're doing. Yeah any issues and challenges and things you're going through will help you through that also help you negotiate on the sites that you find um and yeah help you find investors help you find the sites help you find the power team and i'm sure under your guidance as well i'm sure i'll be able to find that and like i said i've got friends in the building trade i've got really yeah. good friends that would help me out so i mean yeah it's all there but i think that you know, you're doing, you know, the full package with us, if you like, you know, you can do elements of that. If people want to just do the three-day course, they can do that. If they want to be on the support mentorship, they can do that. Um, but you're coming, you know, on the whole thing and you're coming out to Bali, as we mentioned earlier. So, you know, that is, I think it actually now, I just want to go back to, because we talked about having the clear space and mind to be able to build a plan and work. That's in, in essence what Bali is. You're coming out there. It's a week program where we understand the personal side of who we are, what we are, you know, we um, put a plan together for the next five years in our businesses. And that, that's not just property development, it's other businesses as well. And then we clear the backlog, if you like, put a clear plan to see the vision going forward and then give you like actionable steps to go and achieve that. So yeah. that's going to be amazing. It is, I can't wait. Honestly, I can't. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm probably more excited for that than holidays coming up. So. Oh, <laughs> you're going to get in trouble <laughs> for that one, mate. No, I'm excited <laughs> for it. But I'm, I mean, in terms of like career-wise and... And that's why I'm excited because yeah. it's like it's just a dream for me. And obviously, yeah. you guys have done it before, so mm. I'm happy that it's you two and not and no one else. By the way, I just want to put that in there from the videos I've watched. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, but thank you. No, honestly, no, yeah. We appreciate that. But yeah. you know, like I say, I, I'm really happy. It's you know, you're you're on this journey with us. So I think this relationship going forward, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, if you want to follow the journey, uh, follow ourselves, My Box Property. And follow Callum. Yeah, follow me. It'll be on all my socials. So um, yeah, hopefully you can see what we get up to in this next year. See if we can um, create some nice, nice developments and absolutely. Yeah, go forward from there. Awesome. So we're just going to go and take Callum to our site now in Finding, which is just finishing. So we've just developed uh, four houses. Uh, the end value of those about three, no, three point one, one point three even. So 1.3 million. Uh, end value there is an open day tomorrow so they're pretty much at a stage where Callum can see the completed project um, and yeah we don't just teach people what we do we do what we do so um, you're going to show you that and uh, it's going to be exciting yeah. yeah yeah I think that's really good because for us that's actually a really small development now but it's been a nice easy one for the lads to get on to yeah. you know while we've been doing the other stuff um, but for you guys who are starting out that's the perfect size you know we actually teach you that to find one house 
you know, it doesn't actually work a lot of the time because there's so many people looking for one house. You've got self-builders, you've got small builders. So if a lot of people are looking for something, the price goes up, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, whereas if you get so that this is a four-house site, you know, you get kind of past those self-builders and, and small yeah. builders, and but it's not big enough for a, a big building firm. So you've got in that kind of niche spot. So, you know, and you get the opportunity of, um, by doing a bit bigger, you get the sort of scale of economy as well to make it more viable. The, um, there was a question that I wanted to ask you uh, before I come here is, yeah, on your it. first development, I know it was eight houses, what made you choose eight? Was that just the only available land that you thought, this is going to match up and... Yeah, the, the first site we were very naive. Like this was, like we were in two weeks into thinking about starting, and we found this plot of land at auction. Right. Um, it had laps planning for eight houses or eight flats even. So we weren't choosing eight. Eight was just the site. Eight chose us. Yeah, we ended up building it out, and it, yeah, it had its challenges. But we had to find money, which you never found money before from other people. So we borrowed all the money from other people to do it, which is about seven hundred fifty thousand pounds. Having never borrowed anything off anyone before, that was a scary figure to borrow. Yeah. But in reality, we were building an asset which was worth more than what we borrowed. So, in some kind of our eyes, we weren't leveraged that much. So it's it was pretty good. And then we ended up keeping them, and we still own those properties today. Nice. And it's yeah, it's it grew from there. And that's where our training started because people asked us how. Yeah. That deal. Was that like kind of a sign of relief as well once you got that first development completed? Was that like right, we can do it now? Yeah, this is, I feel like yeah. the podcast has changed now. I know, I was thinking, <laughs> I'm starting to interview you yeah. too, but we no, it's just for my own life. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I that, um, I think the first time you do anything, you don't know the path to it, do you? If you go and drive to somewhere the other side of the country you've never been to before, you know, your neural pathways are always sort of thinking, am I on the right road? Do I have to turn off here? Do I have to turn yeah. there? You know, like your your energy and your, your thought process, it's tiring, isn't it? You'll get there, you'll be tired. But if you did that journey, you know, three or four times, you know that that's the road. You know you don't have to turn off here. You'll forget about it and you'll concentrate on what you're going to do in the day or whatever. So it's very much the same with developments. The first one, you know, you you will always be thinking. So we teach people the parameters of what you should find. And, and quite often people are always, when they start out, they try to look for a unicorn. You know, I mentioned it earlier that they want to get planning gain. They want to get, um, you know, the, the best looking properties. They want it in the best areas. They want to get enough profit in it and all those kind of things. But of course, if the more you add on in your wish list, the less chance you're probably going to find in it. Yeah. So they spend, you know, a year to, to trying to find something which is unachievable. So we try and teach people that actually let's simplify that, you know, that let's look for the right number of houses in a, in the right areas that, but maybe broaden it out. Let's, you know, that if planning is a whole complexity in itself, if we take planning away from it and get something with planning, all right, maybe it won't have planning gain and all those kind of things. But then we can go through that process and, you know, the, the first time, you know, we always say it's going to be hardest. You've never borrowed money before. You know, let's solve some of those issues. Yeah. And then we don't have got to solve them the next time. We can work on the planning on the next one. We try and teach people to be a developer for life, not just for one yeah. development, you know. And I can imagine it builds relationships as well once you've got the first one in, then you've always yeah. got contacts in as well, which is... Obviously, good for future developments. So. 100%. Development is a business and yeah. businesses need relationships. Yeah, it's not a quick fix, is it, no. development? No. At all. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Well, appreciate you having here. Yeah, We're no going to start the journey today. So, yeah, looking forward to sharing your journey with everyone else. Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. Thanks a lot. Thanks for coming down, mate. I'm excited by it. And, I am. Yeah. I can't wait to start already. It's going to be great. Um,